Welcome to Light Trees and News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today. Uh, are you all sitting down? Because this is quite a treat. Rachel and Chloe. The, the men in Miami. Who? The, the men in Miami. Oh, my. Beautiful. The, the men, men in Miami. Bring it home. Beautiful. That was really good, you guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. You're probably like, what the hell is that little song I just heard? Well, great news. Season two of Fun Ants is coming your way, starring the three of us. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I should also mention that Rachel and Chloe are sharing one microphone. So there's going to be a lot of wrestling for control, a lot of weird power dynamics. There's going to be screaming. They'll be yelling. Yes. Clawing. Clawing. Blood. Blood. Sweat. Tears, Tears. Um, hormones, hormones, mm -hmm. hair loss, hair loss, uh, um, erectile dysfunction, general anxiety, menopause, menopause, osteoporosis. Yeah, it's it's going to be the full spectrum of the human experience Ooh. on this episode. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Woo. Yay, yay! So you guys have not been on the show in one million years. One million. So one you know no. what? I have a bunch of wrecks, but fuck it. I want to hear your wrecks first. <gasps> Oh, we're in the pop culture section. What are you watching slash listening to slash reading right now that you are like, everyone needs to check this out. You will die unless you check this out. Oh, I have a I have a watching that I just started yesterday. Everyone has been telling me to watch it. Everyone has been telling me that I would love it. And I finally gave it a shot. Okay. Fleabag. Oh, I have not started yet. It is so good. It, it got to a point where I was like, I could be binge watching this all day, but it is so good that I want to savor it. Mm -hmm. So I only did one in one and one half episodes. Ooh, and then I paused. That's always a great sign when you're like, oh, I don't want this to be over. Yes. So can I tell you what sealed the deal for me in terms of Fleabag? What? I was like, oh, it sounds really interesting. Love me a strong, interesting female protagonist. Then I heard Andrew Scott play as Hot Priest. And I was like, <laughs> I'm in, baby. I'm also, in. Olivia Coleman. I know. When I heard Olivia Coleman slash Andrew Scott as Hot Priest, I was like, I'm in. But in seat, I will watch it. Yeah, it's so good. I haven't seen it, <laughs> but I know that I should because everyone keeps talking about it. Yeah, I heard that it's amazing. It's just very well done. It's well written. It's funny. It's different than it. there's like a lot of breaking of the fourth wall. Ooh, I love. Um, Does she ever do the stupid look to camera thing? That That's the whole thing is like oh, she's talking okay. to you as if you Sorry, are there. Sorry, it stupid then. No, <laughs> it's not like it's not like a gym, like okay. gym from the office. And it's not like creepy Kevin Spacey in uh, House of Cards? I mean, I would say it's more on that end okay. than the gym end. But At least it, it's not Kevin Spacey. Yes, it's yeah. not Kevin Spacey. And the whole thing is, the whole thing is speaking to the fourth wall. Okay. Like breaking through the fourth wall. Okay, interesting. So Normally I would hate that. I but think it's well done. I've heard it's amazing. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah, I love it. So Chloe, wow. what are you consuming right um, now? So I was like, what have I been watching? I've been watching something every day and I was like really racking my brain. And then I realized I've only been watching the L word. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is Pride oh, Month. Yeah. No. And you are what I uh, lovingly call a classic lesbian. I'm a class. I The other day at work, I was talking to my coworker and she was like, 
uh, I, like I was making a gay joke and I think it made her uncomfortable. And then I said, I'm just a walking stereotype. And then that got her. She laughing. relaxed. She was like, oh, you're she gay. Was like, oh, so God, you oh, can God. say this stuff. Yes, chill can out. I tell you? So the place I work at uh, had their pride celebration and there were so many like older employees who didn't recognize what the pride flag was. Ugh. And I had to be like, wow. they were like, oh, this is really pretty. What is it? And I was like, that's the pride flag. And they were like, what? And I had to explain it to like three different people uh, what the pride flag is. And they were like, oh, they have their own flag. I didn't know that. That's so cool. And like once they knew what it was, they thought it was amazing and beautiful and they wanted to be supportive. But it just was one of those illustrative moments where I was like, man, I do live in a bubble. And I mean, yes. they live in a bubble, too, obviously, because how the fuck do you not know what the pride flag is? But it was just um, very revealing. I was laughing because my office, my office is actually an LGBTQ certified company. They're okay. like in the LGBTQ so the Chamber of Commerce. of gayness gave them the stamp of approval. Basically, like... Yeah. Th- my boss had to have letters of rec written about wow. him saying that he was a member of the gay community. Wow. Um, I don't really, I, I fully don't understand like what, what does that means? mean? The repercussions of that, but well, the so, whole like corporatization of pride is a very strange thing. Yes. And yes. he, he's very like conscious and cognizant of it. Yeah. I think it, there's like a lot of opportunities to do business with other gay owned LGBTQ owned companies. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why he did it, but he wanted to have a pride shirt, but also did not want to make it seem like sure. commercialization of pride. Respect. And um, our office manager, who was lovely, was kind of like, well, like, what are the shirts trying to say? Like, we are LGBTQ friendly? And he was like, come on. Yeah, we are. Duh. <laughs> and basically, end of story ends up being that I became the voice of queer community the queer community right. in my office by default because my office manager then after that kept coming up to me being like if i get rainbow for the pride party is that offensive mm-hmm. um and i was like i mean i can only speak for what i find offensive mm-hmm. like how do you identify now do you do identify as gay yeah okay <laughs> yes <laughs> you know my therapist told me never say never sure 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 but no, i was just curious yeah no Hell yeah. Pretty. Respect. Gay. Pretty gay. Pretty gay. Pretty gay. Pretty gay. Um, so, yes. any other recommendations from you guys? Any music? Any books you're reading? I have music. Yes, let's do music. Also not new, but LP. Okay. Oh, yes. LP is incredible. She's yeah. been around forever. Mm-hmm. Have and you ever I heard did. her cover of Halo? No. One of the craziest, that's the first thing I heard of LP, oh because this was way back in the day on Twitter. Um, when there weren't like a million different conversations happening. I'm so old, you guys. So I saw people retweeting um, a clip of her covering Halo saying, this is the craziest cover I've ever heard. I've never heard vocals where somebody shreds like her. Mm -hmm. Uh, Immediately after this, go YouTube, LP, Halo. Halo. Okay, I'm done. I'm in. Yep. LP, great one. Check. Um, I honestly have been in a little bit of a music rut, so I don't know if I have recommendations. Okay. I've, I have realized 
every summer I go back to like class, like mm -hmm. stuff, like all my summers are the same. Like Lizzo's added in this yep. summer and then Carly Rae Jepsen, but then it's just like Robin for three months. Oh, can we talk about Carly Rae's new album though? Oh, it is so good. It is fucking bop after bop after bop. Every track I was listening to, I was like, wow, well done. You know what? The rest of this album could be garbage. That track was hot. And then it's not garbage. It's not garbage. In fact, it's one of my favorite tracks. It's such a good pop Hold album. On. I want to shout out some specific tracks just okay. because I truly have been like running it into the ground. I've been listening to it so much. Uh, I love um, it. Obviously, the album's called Dedicated. I love Want You In My Room. Yes. That I have been listening to yes. on repeat for days and everything he needs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. But also, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, but that one's good, and that one's that good, one's and good, that, one's, that good. one's good. The whole album is a bop. I love it. Carly Rae, I said this before on the show, I'm pretty sure it was made in a lab, where it was L -L -L. like, pop will star. be pop star. Um, guys, if you hear wrestling in the background, it's because Chloe got food. <laughs> 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 She's not going to eat on mic. I won't let her. Don't worry. No. Um, anything else that, have you eaten anything good that you want to shout out? Oh, shit. I do like to ask you that when you're on I the show. Know. You're a little bit of a foodie. I know. I'm a little stressed now because I'm like, what have I eaten recently that's been really good? So I've been, this is actually something I've been making that I've been very into. Mm -hmm. um, taking a whole wheat pita. Ooh. Esty Ooh. has a delicious caramelized onion hummus. I remember I was with you and you were trying to find it and they were out of it and you were so sad. And yes. I was like, just get a different hummus. And you were like, no, 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 no. This one is the Ooh. only, oh no. I'm fine. She's killing herself. This is the only one that I'm like obsessed with. Um, it's like a little sweet. SD spelled like este? Uh, with an I. Oh, okay. SD hummus. Okay. Um, caramelized onion. They have like other dips and other flavors, but the caramelized onion is where it's at. Mm -hmm. But I do it open faced with diced radishes, Ooh. Um, snap peas, green beans, bell pepper, I saw and jalapeno. You, you posted like a radish salad or something the other day? No, that was the pita. Oh, was that the pita? That was the pita. So I saw that. We're going to explain what the insane background noise you might have just heard is in a second. But before we get to that, um, I saw you Instagram story, the radishes. Yes. And I was looking at them and I was like, damn, I haven't had a radish in a minute. And that looks really good. I love radishes. Yeah. I found out I need to get a mandolin. That's what Instagram told me. Oh, so, oh, so you I don't, don't slice chop my off fingers. your little fingers. Yeah. yeah. I actually don't know if I've ever had a radish. I'm realizing. Chloe, every time we have a food conversation, I'm just like, <laughs> I want to um, strike you slash take you to good restaurants. It's a very weird mixture of emotions, I feel. I, I feel like a raw radish does not have much flavor. No. But it's it like what help. you eat it with. Yes. But like, it's like nice and crunchy so you can use it to like to dip in. Mm. I'm going to tell you what I like to put on it and you're going to make fun of me. But I like to put a little bit of tagine and lime juice. So exactly how I made watermelon with tagine and lime juice, uh -huh. like spicy watermelon. She was making fun of me. Did you not like it? It was delicious. It was just was it just like too much like no, beyond? No, it was. Uh, she became she was a brand ambassador for Tajin <laughs> for Do two you just hours. Like saying Tajin, <laughs> I truly love Tajin. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit of a salt. Addict. I don't know if I've had it. If you've ever had like a spicy margarita, oh, which, usually it's what's on the rim. You know I have. Yes, yeah. usually it's what's on the rim. Okay. It's like dehydrated lime. Oh, salt, okay. and then like a little chilly spicy. I have had that. You know that. what spicy margarita just reminded me of? The <laughs> Chloe just like stroked Rachel's thigh. <laughs> oh, she looks scared. <laughs> what? 
oh, when the chair is lower than you think it is. <laughs> um, that outdoor bar we went to, when you spied on my date, I really want to go to the outdoor oh, bar. That's the one that, that Michael Sarah owns. Yeah, Michael Sarah owns that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's it called again? Chi- Chilos. Chilos, yeah. Uh, I love that place. I want to go so back. Good. We should now that the weather's nice. Yeah, let's go. So I'll be the fifth wheel with you guys. I oh, amazing. We can just have a three. Oh, yeah. I was like, we could just go the three of us, or we could have. We could go the three of us. We could uh, find somebody else to come with me. We could, yes. you, I could have four wing women. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Okay, so Sorry. let's let's talk about the background noise people might have heard. Huge news. Beep, 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 Huge beep, 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 breaking beep. news in the podcasting apartment. Guys, Chloe Patterson. Me. Is a cat mom. I got a cat. Oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what's the cat's name? Um, okay, full name, so full, full formal name is Jonathan Jedithin. Um And if, if you, like me, were like, what the fuck did you just say? Um, we love Joan Jet, and we were like, well, there's no gender in this household, but we'll name him Jonathan. <laughs> there's no gender, but we're going to feminize <laughs> or masculinize yes. a feminine name yep. so it suits the male gender because gender is real. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just naming the boy cat Joan Jet. Yep. Um Jonathan Jonathan Jedathan. <laughs> I, hate I hate you. But gender is dead because we keep calling him Joni. Oh yeah. Well Joni. It's just easier to say Joni. Yeah. If you follow either me or Chloe mm-hmm. on Instagram, we've been posting stories about Jonathan, photos of Jonathan. So you can see little Joni uh-huh. over there. He is, in case you don't have that mm-hmm. social media, he's a little white kitten with blue eyes. And, did, sorry, <laughs> did you know, because I didn't, that, like, most, if a cat is white with blue eyes, it's, like, almost certainly going to be deaf? I don't know if that's true. Oh. I, I don't, like, I just don't know. Yeah, that is what the vet and Google oh. told oh, us. Oh, what was the vet said? Not the vet, uh, the adoption people, the cat oh, okay. people. No, he won't be. He would have already, he's a rarity. He's a rarity that he's not deaf. Right now he's co- sorry. Chloe just handed me back the mic. Rachel right. forgot she was doing a podcast. <laughs> right now he's covered in little pink kisses because yes. Chloe was kissing him with lipstick on. We were shooting a finance video, and uh, I don't want to give anything away, but the cats may make an appearance in episode two. And uh, Chloe forgot she had very intense lipstick on and was giving <laughs> Joni a million kisses, and oh now God. he's and Penny has a little kiss. Uh, and Penny has a kiss. Yeah, that's probably for me. That was. Um. But yeah, so the cats are getting along pretty okay. Yeah. We introduced Penny and Desmond to Joni mm-hmm. today. Joni was a little wary just because he's very small and they're big mm-hmm. cats. Look at his face right now. But I think he thinks Penny is his girlfriend. Yeah, he's been following her like a little schoolboy. Yes, <laughs> he's uh, a little bit in love. He's just like watching her right now. Well, and also someone has not been fixed yet. No. He's, he's, a, he's too little to make any serious move. Yeah. But he has interest. He smells a lady and he's intrigued. I'd say he's in about sixth grade right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing, you know, there's a lot of flirting with uh, like hitting her in the face. Yeah. He like yeah. will ask her for an over the pants hand job. Wow. But wow. What middle school? Wow. So wow. you have to get Joni pants. Did people not? We're trying to tell you. Did people not give like hand jobs and blow jobs in your middle school? Yeah, they did. Well, they did, but sixth grade feels so young to me. I remember I heard that, like, I don't want to say their full names. Um, no. no. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I heard that these, like, guys, like, were given blowjobs by guys. I mean, I wish it was guys and they were it exploring was just themselves. It Yes. BS. Yes. Um, 
And I was like, what's a blowjob? Or I asked what oral sex was, and my friend was like, it's like a toothbrush. So that's why I thought blowjobs were just like rubbing your dick, rubbing a dick against teeth like a toothbrush. Oh my God, Rachel. Uh, before we go over time, I wanted to get to some of my recommendations. Yes. I, I got a bunch, but we're going to power through them. First of all, ladies, have you seen the video that went viral of the girl making an old fashioned? No, no. Okay. So I'm not going to pause the show to make you watch it. I'll just describe it and then you should go watch it on your own. Okay. Pretty sure if you just Google, uh, how to make an old-fashioned on uh, Twitter, it'll pop up. But there's a girl who, apparently there's like a local access show, possibly in Hawaii, Fun. of a bartender um, making cocktails. And you can like write into her and be like, how do you make X? And she'll show you how to make X. So somebody wrote in, they were like, how do you make an old-fashioned? This girl is either medicated or shit-faced drunk. When she's making the video, she like clearly just got back from the beach and she's got like an asymmetrical top on with the most intense tan lines ever. Um, She, so she's like, here's how you make an old fashioned. And here's, according to her, here's how you make an old fashioned. You take a pint glass for a beer. Yes. You dump a shit ton of ice into it. Classic. You fill it to the brim with bourbon while claiming that's three ounces. She's like, and then you take three ounces of bourbon. And then she just pours an entire bottle of bourbon. (laughs) Then she's like, and then you add bitters. And she picks up a bottle of bitters, Mm -hmm. empties it into the glass. There's nothing in the bottle. They have an intense close-up of it. And she goes, some bitters. No bitters. Then she, what is, what else is in? Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a step. Before all that, so what makes an old-fashioned uh, an old-fashioned is you throw in, like, oranges and cherries yeah. to give it a little sweetness. Then she just takes the wooden handle of a spoon and mashes it up. And she's like, and then you mash it up like this. Dumps a whole bottle of bourbon in. No bitters. And she's like, and that's an old-fashioned. And I was like, I love this woman. I'm obsessed with her. Who edited it and thought it was okay? A local access person. Oh, my God, I love it. But I it's love it. truly I love it. one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm obsessed with her. I want to send more recommendations or, like, more requests and to be like, show me how to make a Moscow mule. I want this woman to make a Moscow mule. I love this. I lo- I'm go- Truly, as soon as we're done, I'm Googling Yeah, it. no, no, I'll, I'm going to watch it with you guys because okay, I want to see your good. reaction. Uh, also, in Recky Rex, Always Be My Maybe, have we seen yet? <gasps> okay, I saw the first half of it and then had to stop, okay. but I want to see the rest. It's so cute. Did you get to Keanu or no? Oh, I was just kidding. No. No, no, oh, okay. no. Oh, no. By far, no, 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 no by far the way. best part of the movie. Okay, okay, I'm excited. Uh, so good. He's so fucking funny. So funny. I, like, I didn't, everyone, Keanu Reeves as a a thing is funny. Yes. I didn't know Keanu Reeves was funny himself. He is very self-aware and I think he gets why he's funny and he is very smart about sort of like winking at it, you know? I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um also Black Mirror. Yes. Okay. I have complicated feelings about this season. Chloe has not seen it yet. You can spoil it. I have only seen Again, half of the first episode. Okay. So I love episode one, which is Striking Vipers. Yes. Uh, Anthony Mackie's in it. Uh, friend of the show. I'm just going to call her friend of the show, even though she's never been on the show. She's a Vicariously. friend. She's a friend. Caroline Martin is in mm-hmm. it from UCB. She's great. Penny's freaking out at Joni right now. Um, 
Striking Vipers is the strongest episode. Yes. I think. Then we go downhill from there. I, I heard that the second one wasn't very good, and then I heard that the Miley Cyrus one was bad. Let me tell you what saves episode two. It's called Smithereens. Andrew Scott's in it. Okay. And acts his little butt off. Okay. And saves it. But if, and Topher Grace is in it. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's a spoiler. He was in the trailer. But anyway, um, they save it. Just because they're such good actors. Okay. But the storyline is very weak. And that's my comment about all of... I think that's it for season this season. That's why I was going back through the old seasons to see how many episodes they had. And like early seasons only had three or four episodes. It's just the last two that Netflix did mm. are six seasons. So people got used to that. Or six episodes. Yeah. yeah. And so then they... Yeah, six seasons. Six episodes. So they went back to the three, but... I don't know. Like, usually there's, like, one week one. I truly feel like they shot their wad with Bandersnatch. I think that took way longer than they thought. Because once they started mapping all of the different threads, they they admit to this. They were like, it was way bigger than we thought it would be. I never watched it. It's great. Isn't it scary? Um... That's why I didn't watch it because I heard it was. It's a little, it's 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 very different. It took me a little bit out of it because it's a choose your own adventure. Yeah. So I never felt fully immersed in it like I felt with other Black Mirror episodes. But points for creativity, I thought the acting was super strong in it. And it was just cool. It was like a cool different thing. Would I ever want to see them do it again? No. Probably not unless it's like really immersive VR or something. Spooky. That would be cool. Um, and and probably the direction they would like to go in, I think. <laughs> they seem like Scary. pretty ambitious when it comes to like what they can do with new tech. Um, but it was just cool. I don't know. It was a cool different thing. But I think that you can tell like all of their resources went into that and they were like, fuck, we got to do three other episodes. <laughs> Um, Sad. Smithereens, though, I, I just, I'm sorry, I don't find, maybe Mark Zuckerberg is an okay guy to be, like, a compelling narrative. Uh. Um, and then the Miley Cyrus episode. Oh, my God. Does she play a big role? Like, I know nothing about this season. Doll, right? She plays a doll, and I have to say the technology of the doll is very cool, and Ashley, too, is very cute. Like, they do very cute funny things with her anatomy as a doll Mm -hmm. she's got these little arms that move and like she's a cute thing to look at but again the storyline i fell asleep watching it and Mm -hmm. and listen i I don't to be good i don't know why they used miley i'm like why does it need to be miley cyrus this could have been any girl and just tell me she's a huge celebrity and i'll be like okay the whole time i was watching it i was like miley cyrus is not a very good actress sad yeah I heard it was like a, a bad Disney movie is the yes, review that, that that's I what it felt like. And I like what I like the parts where she sang. I was like, I like you as a singer and a performer. I want to watch you do this. I don't want to watch you act in a Black Mirror episode. Sorry. I mean, well, now I'm thinking, has she really acted besides Hannah Montana? Hannah Montana. And then she had that one movie with LOL. Liam, right? She did that one movie, LOL, that I never saw. I just remember no. seeing the things. And then she had the one that was like the, it's the climb one. Did Hannah Montana sing It's the Climb? I don't remember. I thought it was for another Truly, movie. I never saw Hannah Montana, but like watching her oh, now, I did. I, she has the strong aura of someone who used to be a child star, where it was like, you were probably like really cute when you were a kid to watch act, but now you're just like not a very good adult actress yeah but um also i started when they see us on netflix um eva duvernay's uh movie about the central park five yes yeah so i full disclosure i've only seen episode one 
It is just as brilliant and heart-wrenching as you can imagine. (laughs) Joni fully has his claws in Rachel's butt right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I like, it's just going to be a fucking... an emotional roller coaster. I yeah. can already tell. I like already cried episode one. It's just so heartbreaking to see like these were kids with a lot of promise, yeah. uh, like their whole future ahead of them. And it was just wrong place, wrong time, institutional racism, the cops being fucking assholes, just grabbing five kids and being like, you raped a woman and almost killed her. And they were like, they, what I didn't know actually is that they didn't even know each other. The kids. Yeah. Um, I thought they were like friends that they picked up and they were like, they literally were like, you know, saying stuff like, um, Kevin did it. And the kid would be like, who's Kevin? Like not even knowing who they were talking about and trying to forcing them by torturing them, by keeping them isolated, by beating them, forcing this narrative of, I mean, it truly created out of whole cloth and watching it happen like that it's just it's it will infuriate you it'll make you so sad but it's also Ava DuVernay so like it is beautifully Great. directed the kids are so good they're such good actors which just makes it even more heartbreaking because it feels very real um there's some familiar faces in it mm-hmm. very cool casting decisions familiar faces like for us personally or just like yeah oh, oh not like people we know oh okay but like <laughs> Chloe's in it I'm in I'm in. Chloe's the evil prosecutor. <laughs> yes, that's me. Uh, I was the role of a lifetime. Racist white lady. Yes. <laughs> Racist white lady number five. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello. Yeah. So, yeah, like really good character actors and okay. stuff like that. Just being like, okay, okay, Ava. Uh, but I highly recommend it, even though I've only seen the first episode. And on that note, everybody, we got to move into some news. We got to get through it together. It'll be okay. We'll all hold hands and cry. Here's your bad news. The The man in Miami. Okay, bad news aplenty, everybody. So let's talk about YouTube for Uh, a second. I know, we got to talk about the YouTube. So there is this huge feud happening right now. I don't want to even call it a feud because I feel like there's very clearly a victim here and then like a uh, vicious homophobic perpetrator. And a feud sort of sounds like it's even and it's not even at all. But anyway, uh, in case you don't know the background of the story... There is this Vox writer and video host named Carlos uh, Meza, Maza, and he is um, a very uh, intelligent guy who has a huge following on Twitter and very talented, and he also happens to be gay. And then there's this conservative YouTuber named Steven Crowder, uh, who is really, really homophobic and for whatever strange reason has fixated on Carlos and devoted a lot of episodes to on YouTube to um, smearing Carlos, using homophobic slurs, sending his army of followers after Carlos to relentlessly harass him on Twitter and really made Carlos's life fucking miserable. And Carlos, to his credit, has been really candid about how it's ruining 
ruining his life, basically, and also ruining his, like, family's life. Because here's the thing about online trolls. They don't stop with just going after you. Once they find out, oh, like, this is your boyfriend, this is your mom, like, they go after every aspect of your life because they're fucking losers who don't have anything else to do, right? So... YouTube, people have been asking YouTube to ban Steven Crowder because this uh, this seems like it should be a pretty clear violation of their terms of service. Yes. Which is you are using the platform to be hateful, um, to use homophobic slurs, to send harassers after another YouTube user. So this seems like it should be a clear violation and they should ban Steven Crowder. So... However, YouTube is claiming that Crowder is not violating any of its policies. Jesus. And that his channel will stay up despite these repeated homophobic slurs directed at Carlos. Um, So The Verge has a whole recap that I'll link to about the history of Crowder mocking um, Carlos's sexuality and ethnicity. Let's not forget he's also racist. And... Um, uh, just about how he has this really weird obsession with Carlos. So Crowder has always defended himself by saying this is like harmless ribbing. Um, so the one thing that YouTube was like, okay, this is a bridge too far is Crowder was selling a t-shirt on his website, which is an image. Um, so an image, oh, the image is, uh, featured, what is this? An image of which is also his featured Twitter banner photo. Oh, okay. Uh, that features a homophobic slur. This was a t-shirt that you could buy. So he had a link to that on his YouTube videos. And YouTube was like, okay, you can't do that. You can't link to merchandise that has a homophobic slur on it. But that's the one thing that they were like, you can't do that. You can go after Carlos and torture him. But don't make money off of it. You can't make money off of it. I mean, he still... Here's you the can thing. by putting he, ads. Yeah, he still makes money from YouTube. So uh, YouTube says it doesn't think Crowder's homophobic and racist, uh, racist slurs, including Crowder calling Carlos a lispy queer and a gay Mexican qualify as harassment (laughs) okay notably the company did mention the phrase hate speech indicating it does not seem to classify uh it did not mention the phrase hate speech indicating it does not seem to classify crowder's homophobic mockery as such which my question is if calling someone a gay mexican and a lispy queer isn't hate speech what is hate speech i this is very interesting because i also one of my former students on instagram posted this uh, Instagram post basically s- calling anyone in the LGBTQ community a pedophile okay, um, okay. and saying that um, Alyssa Edwards' show about dancing on Netflix um, was pedophilia. Jesus. Because the girls are being over-sexualized, which, you know what? I agree that girls are over-sexualized yeah, sure. in competitive dance. Yeah. We don't have to argue. Is it predatory in nature? I don't know. Right. But, like... Because he said that, like, especially because uh, erotica and sex are LGBTQ people's forte. He used the word forte. Mm -hmm. It's pedophilia and also, like, Target's children pride line was pedophilia because kids are not sexual and shouldn't know about this. Um, And talking about LGBT means that you're talking about sex, which is not true mm-hmm. um anyways i reported that mm-hmm. for homophobia 
and like the thing I clicked for reporting was did you get a homophobic update I got an update that it did not violate any terms Wait, so here's my question where the fuck apparently they draw the line at a link to a t-shirt with hate speech like, on it but the hate speech on their actual platform is fine do they do they think like does it have to be straight up like I'm going I'm to gonna kill you yeah I think I honestly do think it's that and honestly I know people who have been reported for saying that and they still don't get banned. So you can even say like, I'm going to kill you. Jesus. Um, meanwhile, the people who do get put in Twitter jail for like clear jokes. Are you talking about the Ava one? No. What was the Ava one? Ava, Ava got temporarily banned from Twitter by replying to <laughs> her, to her, fr- Rachel. Oh, would, would, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Saying like, man, I forgot you're truly a bitch. Oh, she got banned. <laughs> yeah, I hate Twitter. Yeah. I hate Twitter. Ugh. I do too. Also, who reported her for that? That's what I'm saying. You know, there are these like douchebag guys just like waiting for stuff like that, where they're like, mm, I could get her kicked off for that. Yeah, it was like a t- it was a temporary thing. She was like, "LOL, I'm calling my good friend a true bitch." That's it. We're allowed it's to do that. That's our word. That's us. We're doing you're it. You're both bitches. See, I didn't. Uh, You're banned. Guys, also in bad news, can we please talk about Joseph fucking Biden? Uh, So uh, Joe Biden, after intense criticism, reversed himself on Thursday night on one of the most important issues to Democratic voters, saying he no longer supports a measure that bans federal funding for most abortions, a.k.a. the Hyde Amendment. Great. Why did it take you until... 2019 to realize the Hyde Amendment unfairly targets poor women um, slash uh, women of color. Yes. Why did it take you that long? And it's like, oh, wait, you knew. It's just that the criticism became so intense. I hate this man. I hate every time he jokes about groping women. He thinks that's a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. He does not get it. He doesn't get it. In fact, he gets incredibly defensive when you point this shit out and tries to make jokes about it. I fucking hate Joe Biden. <laughs> it truly gives me so much anxiety knowing, like, most likely he will he, be our he candidate. He will be the candidate. And then we'll be in the, this fucking impossible position mm-hmm. where it's like, I have to vote for a man who thinks it's funny that he's been criticized for groping women because the other guy's a fascist. Mm-hmm. That's the position we're going to be in. It's going to be another fucking shitty hostage situation where we basically like have a gun to our heads and it's like, vote for this guy or we're stuck with Trump. And it's all these people are going to vote for third parties and then we're going to end up with yeah, I mean that the dirty tea. This is where we end up over and over and over again. There's going to be another candidate who is attractive because Joe Biden's such a fiery train wreck and then that'll split the vote. And in in combination with all of the voter disenfranchisement that Republicans have been really successful at forcing through, um, a bunch of black people are going to show up to vote and find out their names aren't on the rolls. And those are Democratic votes that aren't going to get counted. So, yeah, I mean, not to predict the future. Hopefully that won't be true. But Joe Biden is a fucking awful candidate he is an awful candidate he's bad on issues that are central to the democratic party um and he puts his fucking foot in his mouth constantly and that was like kind of funny when he was the vp i guess against paul ryan who was somehow even bigger of a fuck up than he was it was sort of funny and charming because it's like oh what is joe gonna say next but now it's just a cocktail for disaster what did you say can I call you Joe? Uh, 
sorry. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> uh, oh. Is he also, I've truly lost track except for my president, Miss Warren. But <laughs> um, is he the one who was like taking... <laughs> Rachel fully just took the microphone away from Chloe without realizing it. She forgot we're sharing. Um, is he the candidate who was like admitted he's like taking a moderate stance on climate change? Yeah. So that was another embarrassment that came out this week, where he originally he was like, I f- I feel like we can find like a moderate compromise between like mm-hmm. corporations and people who don't want the world to burn. So people blew up and he immediately walked back that and released this plan that was supposed to be his like comprehensive like green uh, new green deal and it turned out they had plagiarized it from a bunch of different places stop which in addition to being like super shady just shows that you don't fucking care you care so little that you were just like let's just grab a bunch of different ideas throw them together and say it's our new green deal green. yeah because you know what they probably because they saw Alexandria Ocasio Cortez yeah. blow up because she gave that really awesome speech when the kids were like protesting during the sit-in yeah. and she basically came in and was like I'm with you because the world will end unless we address this and they got a bunch of retweets went viral and they were probably watching that like well fuck now we got to say something about the environment he's just such a classic model of everything that's wrong with the Democratic Party a hundred percent and uh, here's the thing about Warren. Warren is clearly the best candidate, right? Mm. She will not get the nomination. If she did get the nomination, she would lose because she's a woman. Mm. Full stop. I just... (laughs) Rachel's so sad. Yeah. (laughs) Like, even, like, separate from, like, she's the best candidate, like, thinking about her, like, as a person truly makes me so sad. I know. Like, I... uh, Oh, it breaks my heart. Yeah, like, she's not a perfect candidate. I have disagreements with her. She is such a fucking gifted Mm -hmm. translator. She takes these really complicated ideas, like basically how Wall Street fleeced everybody and stole, you know, trillions of dollars. And she broke it down in such a way that it, like, she got people fired up because she in a very clear way translated where she's like, they fucked you. They fucked you. And they're going to keep fucking you. Mm -hmm. And people understood it and got appropriately mad once they understood it because it's deliberately complicated. It's it's designed to confuse you. Mm -hmm. And she's so fucking smart she can't be confused. Yeah. (laughs) She was just like, like, no, 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 no. Here's what's happening right now. Um, She is like upsettingly stupid in certain respects. Yeah. The fucking Native American shit. I'm like, yeah. let this die. What the fuck are you doing? Who's advising you on this? You were wrong. You were wrong mm-hmm. to do this. Just own it. Just own it and stop defending it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chloe's like trying to... Chloe was like trying to give you the mic and you were just like... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Keep talking. Um, let's see. Do I have time for one more? Uh, oh, boy. The Trump administration has canceled English classes, soccer, and legal aid for unaccompanied child migrants in U.S. shelters. What? So I want to use this as kind of a call to action. I tweeted this the other day and no one responded. And I was like, guys, come on. I want to know the groups working on the ground right now who are trying to get these internment camps closed. I know there are activist groups out there who have been working to, like, stop deportations. So I know there are groups out there who are working to close 
the camps, yeah. send me their names so I can boost them on Twitter. Yes. I want people to send them money. I want to know how people can support them. I don't know their names because I'm out of the loop and, you know, I, I'm not one of the activists, but I want to boost the activists who are working hard. Send me names, please. I tweeted this and no one responded and I was so upset. I was like, do you guys not know or did uh, you just not see the tweet? Uh. But I want to support. Yeah. Because we have internment camps in the United States. Scary. And I would like to know how we can close them. We're in the bad part of the history book right now. Yeah, we And are. I would like us to move towards the good part of the history book where we maybe don't have internment camps anymore. I don't know. Is that a pipe dream? Uh, but on a similar note, this really horrifying story came out that uh, migrant children were left in vans overnight because the Trump administration fucked up the reunification with their families. There was such an outcry over these kids being separated from their families. The Trump administration was like, okay, we'll, reun- we'll uh, reunite these families. Don't worry, don't worry. And they fucking left these kids 39 hours. 39? After two nights in a van. Um, and then the last kid stepped out of the van to be reunited. But they didn't have a system in place. So they just had these kids in vans and they were like, well, their families aren't here yet. I guess we just leave the children in the vans. Leave the kids in the vans, throw some Cheerios on the floor like, and I'm call it a day. Let's go smoke a little cigar in the alley and drink some whiskey and talk about women's butts. That's how they all talk. That was President Trump. That was Trump. That's how Trump talks. That was a really good impersonation. I'm sorry. Find a fucking Marriott. What are you (laughs) doing? Yeah. Like, take them to a hotel. Put them up. Let them watch TV. Give them food from the vending machine. That's not even a good nutritionist. No, it's not. But at least it's something. It's not leaving them in a van. You fucking monsters. All right, that's enough of the bad news, guys. It's that time of the show. Let's all jump up and down. Here's your good news. The men in Miami. The who? The men in Miami. Oh, my. The men in Miami. Boy, let's get to the good news. Good, good. First of all, I want to start with, I tweeted, this is another reason if you don't follow me on Twitter, you should follow me on Twitter, guys. I tweeted if anybody had good news that they wanted to share this week, um, not just in the world, but like personal news. And uh, the human article responded, uh, where I work, there was a pride display in the break room. It mentioned Stonewall, but Marsha Johnson's name wasn't on it. So I wrote something about that on what we call the VOA board. And surprisingly, they actually went and added her to the influential people section. Oh, so, so good. They got Marsha Johnson added to the Stonewall display, which is huge. Hell yeah. That's amazing. That's I very love good that. news. Very, very good news. So thank you. For tweeting me that. Happy Pride. Happy Pride, Happy everyone. Happy Pride. Are you guys excited about Pride? Chloe's not even going to be in here. Yeah, I'm going to be in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Ooh. 
and I'm very excited. I'll bring pride to Puerto Rico. Nice. I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm pretty sure they have. I'm pretty sure they have pride in Puerto Rico. Yeah. I'm like, pretty sure what? they would be like, who's this white woman yeah. saying that we should have pride yes. in Puerto Rico? You guys should try this thing called pride. Do you know what pride is? Bip. Bip. You want to hear my bird noises? Bip. Bip. We were in Cuba and we were sitting at a table and there was um, a couple sitting next to us. The worst. The reason why people hate Americans. Very drunk, very loud. And the woman kept saying to the man, Hey, babe, do you want to hear my bird noise? You want to hear my bird noises? Do you want to hear my bird noises? It goes like this. Truly, this is what she was saying. And we kept repeating it to each other the entire time we were in Cuba. Because it was insane. Hey, babe, you want to hear my bird noises? It's also crazy that we can just be like that time in Cuba. I know. That's so wild. I feel like whenever I try to casually drop that in conversation, people are like, you went to Cuba? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it was a whole thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Rachel said it as a joke and then we went. We didn't know if we'd be able to get back. It was a whole thing. (laughs) Do you remember how stressed we were? (laughs) Yeah. Can we get back through security? Yeah. Um, And of course, we're three white girls. So they let us ride and. Yep. Um, Why was I talking about that? Oh, you Pride. Puerto Rico. I'm excited about Pride. Yes. Are you doing Dyke March? No. No. I don't think so. I think I'll be around for that. And I've never done that. So I'm going to try to do. People are really psyched about Dyke March this year because the corporatization of Pride has gotten insane. So apparently there's a second Pride Parade called the Queer Liberation March. Yes. That also is a. Um, an attempt at a solution yes. for how bad the Pride March has gone. Yes. I went, I, I didn't really like go to the Pride March last year. I happened to like run into it and it was literally like, oh, it's the Google float. Oh, it's the Facebook float. It was so gross. It yeah, I'm, so not, gross. I'm not going, I don't, I have never been to the Pride Parade, but um, I'm going to brunch. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's gay activism. Drag brunch? No, uh-huh. um, because any gay bar in the city is going to be charging like a $1,000 cover. Yes. So that's hyperbol- hyperbolic, obviously not. So we're going to this like random place. My friend Arthur apparently makes a reservation for 28 people for brunch on Pride every year and they know him. Oh. So it's like a thing. Okay. That's really cute. Tip your servers well. Oh, it's going to be yes. hell for them. It is going to be <laughs> awful. Yeah. So also in good news, everybody, I had talked a lot about um, Illinois' attempt to defend access to abortion. But also in good news is Nevada uh, moved legislation forward as well, protecting access to the procedure, which is obviously Good news. On Friday, Democratic Governor Steve Sisalik signed the Trust Nevada Women Act, Senate Bill 179, which removes longstanding criminal penalties for abortion and requirements for medical providers. Um, And said, Nevada has a long history of trusting the women of our state to make their own reproductive health care decisions and protecting the right to reproductive freedom. So two states... So that's great news. Obviously, during a time when we're hearing a lot of scary news about yeah. abortion, we should remember that also good things are happening as well. And we should have more of the good. Yes. And that the pendulum, it it swings both ways, right? Yeah. We had the Obama years, which was, listen, not perfect. We talked about drone strikes a lot yes. and mass deportations on yes. the show. But progressive gains in other areas. And then the pendulum swung the other way and we're in the Trump years. But guess what? It's going to swing back. I fucking hope so. Yeah. Unless climate change gets us first. <laughs> That's the thing. We, uh, 2050, guys, we all read that report. 
We yeah. All, we all stopped uh, paying back our student loans, right? <laughs> when we read that report. Jesus Christ. I'm terrified. It's, I like I think about it every day. I truly think about the 2050 report every single day. It's so weird to be like, why do I have goals when this is happening? I know. It it's really hard to stay optimistic, but I I'm always really encouraged when I see young people walking out of school and organizing and I was like, "Oh shit." Not to pass the buck to them obviously and to be like, "You have to save us." But they're so motivated and so focused on climate change because they fucking get it because it's their future. They're watching their future go up in flames. That's why the kids are so motivated where they're like, oh, we're not going to have a planet in 30 30 years. years. 30 years. The planet will not – it will be unrecognizable. We have mass die-offs of of species. We have entire land masses disappearing because the oceans are rising. And they get it. They get it. Um, it's the fucking boomers who were like, well, I'll be dead. So, <laughs> yeah. And like, we're not going to be dead, but we're going to be like a little too old Fuck to be you. physical. Fuck you. I'm going to, I'm going to go down swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be like, what? In 30 years, I'm going to be like 54, that's young. 55. That's, that's young. not, that's not too, it's not old by any stretch of the means, but like, I'm not going to be in my prime physical years Mm -hmm. just knowing me who has bad joints at 24 Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna be a little worn down i'm gonna be in my mid-60s and have new skills i'm gonna be great with a crossbow (laughs) i do we like train now maybe i should get fit because of this knife fighting um yeah i was just talking with rachel and chloe about how i want to get lasik because i'm like well i'm not gonna be able to travel with my contacts so i better have good eyes yeah because she's blind i think about that all the time it's like i can't Physically, I have to hold myself back because of my glasses. Mm-hmm. So if I had LASIK. Yeah. Wow. This is why I've been thinking about it. I should stock up on my psoriasis medication. You've got to. You've got to. Have Scary. a little go bag ready. <laughs> my psoriasis. <laughs> it's <laughs> just my psoriasis. And mimosa and your cat. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, one single tampon. <laughs> uh, a diva Also in good news and going back, circling back to my recommendation of when they see us. So one of the central characters in when they see us is the former prosecutor who uh, prosecuted the Central Park fr- Five. Her name is Linda Fairstein. Yes, Linda. The uh, uh, no, we hate her. Oh, prosecutor. oh, prosecutor, not defender. I'm sorry. Like, yes, I'm sorry. Linda, I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Linda. I hate you, you piece of shit. So when the movie came out, there was such a backlash to Linda, obviously, that she had to leave Twitter. So have you seen that meme of it's a split screen or a split photo of Ava DuVernay and Linda, and it's Ava DuVernay with the Thanos glove snapping, and Linda's uh, Twitter account dissolving. Just disappearing. (laughs) Dead, dead, dead. So the good news about Linda is that she's resigned from her position on the board of Safe Horizon, the country's largest victim services nonprofit organization. Yikes. Because uh, obviously the backlash was so enormous because suddenly people remember she's a fucking villain. She truly is. Like when you watch them put together the case, they are telling her this timeline doesn't make sense and she is saying shit like, make it make sense. No. They're like, they didn't have enough time to get from where they were in the park to go rape this woman. And she's like, well, they did do it, so make it make sense. Like, she just decided they were guilty and that she wanted to put them away for life. And that's not You're how a villain. the justice system works. You're a fucking villain. You hate black people. And you mm-hmm. saw them as monsters. 
She keeps calling them animals. <clears throat> That's problematic. That's racist. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, this might seem like low bar stuff, but I count it as good news. Kate Gilmore, <clears throat> who's the United Nations High Deputy Commissioner on Human Rights, recently spoke to The Guardian and cut through all the bullshit talking points about abortion bans and referred to the recent slew of anti-abortion laws in the U.S. as what it really is, a crisis, <coughs> excuse me, perpetrated by extremist groups who hate women. Quote, we have not called it out in the same way we have other forms of extremist hate, but this is gender-based violence against women, no question. Which is like, snap, snap, snap. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Kate, let's talk about this as it should be talked about. Yes. This is torture. This is gender-based violence. This is gross. If you tell someone they have to have their rapist baby, that's torture. If you tell any woman she doesn't have control over her own body, that's torture. Also, here's the thing. Oh, sorry I used um, gender exclusionary language. If you tell a person that they don't have control over their own body, that's torture. Yes. These people are, for the most part, concerned about... The child's life. Sure. Let's say. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. But forcing someone to be born under these, uh, um, a medical, not even created human yet. Yeah. To become that. Right. And be born under these circumstances. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying there are people who are born under those circumstances that haven't been able to live a good life or whatever. And those are the stories that we'd hear. Yeah. Defending Boy, it. How many stories have we not heard of people who end up in foster care? Yeah. Of people who end up in poverty. Poverty. Who people who end up with Abusive, emotional, yeah. physical abuse. Yeah. And that's a good point. And then it's, where are this quote unquote pro life people after that? No way. Are you helping? Because they're anti welfare. They're anti yeah. all of the systems that are put in place to. Right. They want fix the shit. Forced birth into miserable circumstances. That's what they want, and it's like, yeah, it, maybe I, I think I think it would still be fundamentally morally evil if they said you were forced to have this baby, but we will be there every step of the way with aid to help you. I still think that would be evil, but it would be slightly less evil than what we have right now, which is you are forced to have this baby and then peace. Yes, you it know? would be less hypocritical, but. Not ideal. Anytime you're forcing someone to do anything with their body, it's fucking evil. Yeah. But it's doubly evil to be like, we we want to force you, we want to have baby farms, and then abandon you, and like, good luck. It's like, what fucking religion told, told you to do that? It's just such a total bastardization of what they're even claiming they represent. Yes, it Which is like, do sense. you really think Jesus would be cool with that? No. 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 <laughs> uh, guys, any final thoughts, any final recommendations, uh, anything of that nature you want to leave everybody with or any like uh, anything funny you've seen in the city, uh, you know, like little anecdotes or anything like that? Chloe just goes, what have I seen? What have I known? Who am I? Do you feel different now that you're a cat mom? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I never want to leave. Yeah, like I'm fully, I was like 
already chilling out because winter I become a homebody. But sure. now I'm like, I don't want to ever leave. Oh, and here's the fun thing. When you do leave, you're just like, I wonder what Joni's doing. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm so excited to go back to my house. Like, what's Mimosa doing right now? Probably just watching cars. Do you suddenly want like a um, like a cat cam? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm just like every time I walk in when he's been home all day alone and then I come back, he's every single time on my desk chair, but not resting. He just pokes his head out and I need to know what he's doing. <laughs> I have to know. He's writing a novel. <laughs> oh, imagine. Oh, he's on chapter one right now. Because oh. he's a little baby. A little baby. Oh, guys. <gasps> um, this is sort of a downer to end things on. I guess oh, no. not, though, because it's it ended happy. Desi got very sick oh, recently. We had a huge medical scare with him where he stopped moving. He stopped eating. He was barely awake. When he would try to walk, he was very unstable. Like, he couldn't really walk. So I rushed him to the vet. Turns out he had uh, pancreatitis, which is just oh. an inflammation of his pancreas. They don't know what it was from. It could be a sign that he's pre-diabetic. It could just be that he had a bad viral infection. So they put him on amoxicillin, and he's doing much better right now. He's curled up so sweetly on your pillow. Yeah, but it was very, very scary, and I didn't want to say anything because I truly, truly thought I was going to have to put him down, and I didn't want to, like, dump that on everybody and just be like, hey, Desi's dying on Twitter, you know? Yeah. Uh, but he's an old boy, and he bounced back, he's so boy, it's a happy ending. And he was a star today. He was a star. You have to go subscribe to our YouTube channel to see the fun ant videos. Sorry, Mom Sketch. That's the name of the group. It, well, we're Sorry Mom, but the channel is Sorry Mom Sketch. Go subscribe. Go watch the videos. Go like them. Share them with your friends. Share them with your aunts. Aunts love aunts it. Aunts love it. Um, and yeah, guys, thanks so much for listening. Please follow Rachel and Chloe on all the social medias, on Twitter, at Real Slim Chata, yes. at It's The Chew, on Instagram, we are... Chloe, Chloe pa- Patters- underscore Patterson, Patterson underscore. Okay. Rachel Chata. Rachel Chata on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Kilkenny at Allison Kilkenny on Instagram. Ah, keep it simple. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for listening. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. The men in Miami. The who? The men in Miami. Oh, my. The man in Miami. <laughs> <laughs>